Hi, thank you for clicking on this episode. And before we continue, I want to help you ground to the present moment. So you can close your eyes and take a deep breath and release. Doesn't that feel good? Again, let's inhale deeply through our nose. Pause. Open your mouth and exhale. Great! You can now open your eyes and I hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Hi, welcome back to my podcast, Meditate with Samara. I'm so excited for our conversation today because this topic is something that I have been struggling for my entire life and I feel like having a friend to talk about. It's going to be so exciting. And um, the topic is about healing through expression. And why is it dear to me is because I feel like I suppress a lot of my thoughts and emotions as the first reaction to things that are unpleasant. And I learn how to reflect on this and basically try to do a more healthier way out of it. And I would love to discuss with my friend here today about how we can all do that together. So our guest in this podcast today is Carissa Putriziandra Finneran. And to introduce you to her, she is a raindrop in the ocean that also labels herself as a creative writer with a side passion for wellness. There are a few published works out there and more coming. So together with a friend in Jakarta, she published a book and started a creative platform called Rasa Sastra back in early 2019. This book is filled with work from different artists, both local and international. Her poetry has also been published in different mediums over the past couple years. But since 2021, poems will not be associated with her name because it's more fun that way. And in terms of holistic health, she's a wellness consultant with Life Elements Laboratory Australia, a natural wellness and aesthetic company. Welcoming to this podcast. Hi, Carissa. Hi. (laughs) So good to be here. So good to have you. How are you doing where you're at right now? And and it's an evening there. Yeah, it is 8.13 p.m. I'm doing very well, feeling very relaxed comfortable <laughs> uh i'm grateful me too <laughs> can you tell me more about yourself and your background because i'm sure that you are so much more than these few bullet points that i enjoyed you with i am a speck in the sea <laughs> no no um, i'm well i'm half indonesian i'm half american i was born and raised in jakarta so I, I identify more as Indonesian than American, for sure. Um, I guess I'm a lover of life, of literature, creativity, family, friends, food, and Ibu Bumi, Mama Nature, wellness. <laughs> wellness, Mama Nature. I love that. I've never heard that before. I'm going to uh, quote you on that, Mama Nature. <laughs> Yeah, we all have to contribute back to our environment because, you know, that's where we live. And that's so important right now, especially, you know. Mm, our home. 
Definitely. And what more is more of our home than our mind, body, and soul, don't you think? Oh, yeah. That's the first home. That is the first home. <laughs> the yeah. home we're born into. Yeah. So coming into the topic of what we're going to talk about today, a healing through expression. Can you tell me a story or how you define expression or even healing for that matter? Um, I think expression to me means the external reflection of the internal. But I think there's also different kinds of expression too. So there can be authentic expression. There can be exaggerated. There can be acting, like for the film industry. But it's also easy to feel like which which is authentic expression and which is not as well. In terms of healing, okay, healing for me means releasing what does not serve me well, what does not serve me good, and kind of emptying myself from what isn't love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. For our listeners who may have already heard this for the first time, right? Like the, the term of authenticity, because authenticity right now is something that I know myself included in some period of my life struggle with and also my friends mm-hmm. right now to find like who really am I like it's a constant discovery so what do you mean like what's authentic to us can you clarify a little bit more what that means I think authenticity you can feel it like you don't have to think about how what to say or how to be how to act you know it it just comes naturally and you would feel true to your like there wouldn't be any conflict inside about just simple existence if you're being authentic and sometimes for me like it's something that I've struggled with growing up as well and I still do sometimes but for me I find it like helpful to refer back to moments in my life that I really felt like my true self and those are like moments in childhood to teenage to early 20s so just always going back to those moments if for some reason I forget (laughs) what it feels like (laughs) or something yeah definitely a great tip especially when we are in no conflict in our mind and our body and I so resonate with that like sometimes our thoughts are trying to um, kind of make excuses and explanation but in our gut feeling or in body, it doesn't feel right and something like that. And the mm. point that authenticity can be reflected to when we are in childhood before there's expectations of other people. You just do what you like doing for the mm. moment, pleasure and wonder. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. If you can tell more about your writing, because as you say, you're a creative writer as well. Mm-hmm. Is that a form of you expressing yourself through healing as well? Or what is that process like for you? The process for me now is different than in the past and like even more different from when I was little because I've always loved writing since I was small and when I was small I would write like just sort of like pure fun like I just it was natural for me to go and like write stories or create songs or anything like that and then later it became more of self-reflection it became more serious it became journaling mindfulness healing things like that um and then academia 
<laughs> making it very formal and there's different I guess colors of my writing mm. and I think in 2019 it was really about healing <laughs> like in a creative way but it was definitely like the umbrella was healing <laughs> but now oh wait 2019 and 2020 but now in 2021 it's not really that umbrella anymore it's kind of just I don't know coming from just a place of joy lightness so it morphs that's amazing to hear Carissa really because that fact means that you have really processed what you need to process through those two years and now the burden seems to be unloaded through the process mm -hmm. of writing it feels like that yeah it really feels like that Oh, that's so amazing. I, I do have those moments, but I don't have a period of my life, really, like two years uh, in your case. But I do often find myself feeling that I need to write because I just can't express how I really feel to someone or even to myself. And I do that through my own writing that I don't publish, like just journaling my thoughts away and stuff like that. And, and that has mm -hmm. that has helped me in certain cases, but sometimes it doesn't feel enough. What would you recommend um, to me if that became the problem that I'm experiencing? I think bringing it from the journal out. So maybe incorporating speaking. Like if it's because the topic is, because the intention is to express, then it's kind of moving from expressing from mind, pen, paper to out of our throat and it can just be like voice recordings that you delete later because at least it's coming out and it's practicing communication like I found that really helpful for myself and I did that a lot just because I needed a lot of um this was so blocked like the throat <laughs> so I needed to practice like verbally expressing my feelings and my thoughts and then I just delete it after but sometimes I don't sometimes it's it just fits into a category of spoken word poetry <laughs> or then you know it becomes poetry and then it's something I refer to or it turns into songs or short stories like yeah wow many opportunities um to bring it further to kind of heal more to express more yeah, that's really inspiring, honestly. And I love the tip of, of speaking it um, because I have this initial thought that you had to speak it to someone you have a problem with or to yourself like in front of a mirror. But it's so much more or less intimidating if it's on a voice note or recorded on whatever device you have and delete it maybe later if you don't like it or save it for mementos and, mm -hmm. and see if you can move forward because that is true. Like just putting it out of your head on paper sometimes is enough sometimes it's not and having that option is definitely something to improve like my quality of life mm -hmm. yeah and I remember you were mentioning because you're working on books right yeah and even like those voice notes like some of the voice notes that I have in the past I would I saved it like in a specific folder just in case I need it for some something I'm writing so it's also like if you do save the voice notes you can like go back to it and kind of see the difference in in yourself yeah as well. 
I, I and it's like it's nice it's it's especially if it's like a good progress you know then it's like oh my god like so much progress <laughs> <laughs> celebrate the wins of your of your journey for sure like yeah oh, my my mind was full of and that was such a big problem back then but now it's not really anymore and then like oh wow yeah <gasps> congrats like it's yeah, that's amazing <laughs> it's so important to celebrate that like to celebrate just those wins big or small yeah yeah definitely thank you for normalizing that <laughs> thing that I reflect back towards like why is it hard for me to really just speak out I think there is like two factors that's very relevant to me and maybe to listeners maybe not it's the fact that um just culturally and also um the the way I was brought up in my family is not to really express things like it's more the Indonesian word like mandem like suppressing mm. it or, mm. or not saying your truth or avoiding conflict and stuff like that and I see that because I'm um, Javanese and Indonesian territory wise and it's very much like respecting the elderly and just kind of like be okay and with everything and also mm. the fact that maybe you can share that women have problems with you know expressing and can can we dive deeper on this? What do you think of that? Yeah, I love this topic. <laughs> um, and I resonate with your upbringing as well. It's similar um, with mine. But I think Indonesia as a culture, like as a whole, is super expressive. Like very expressive. And that's what I love about it. But there's also parts where it's very full of suppression, especially women. <laughs> and like from personal from personal experience, it's it's that societal suppression, at least in Jakarta. And it's like what is right and wrong, impolite, polite, good and bad. And then I feel like Growing up in Jakarta, there's also the aspect of religion, and then it's like, what do like it makes like a whole other aspect to it, a more you know like the layers go very deep, and uh, it's like what we're what we're taught and what we're not taught. But I think it comes down to not knowing. Like I don't think anybody wants to truly suffer, you know, but just not every person knows how to stop their suffering in different ways and expression and suppression go together and is like a huge part of that suffering and yeah am I getting off track because no. I have so much to say about it okay no, definitely, <laughs> definitely not I would love to go deeper on this because there are uh, moments where I do talk to other people and they blame their situation on society right like oh this is the culture like what I just said before is the culture I'm growing up in this is what I'm used to but in a way, we have to slowly reparent ourselves to do things differently. Mm. It no longer mm. works to just like suppress, 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 because it doesn't just manifest in our feelings, but literally in our body. Mm -hmm. like, I did like a yin yoga, and then I was like crying in a hip opener pose, and I'm like, I don't know. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That happened to me too. <laughs> And it happens to a lot of men. I noticed in me in yoga classes, you know, like the, the hip opening ones, man, like so much is stored in there. A lot of men, like, okay, I take it back that it's like, it's men and women. Everyone. 
Yeah, it's everybody. But I found it really interesting how the in the yin yoga classes that I would attend in the past, I would see more of men that will cry. And it was really good. Like, it's so good. And I was just observing, like, their reactions. And it's also, like, that surprise of, like, I don't know what I'm feeling, but, like, in this position, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah, body and mind, emotions, everything's connected. Definitely. Adding that layer of compassion and kindness to ourselves. Yeah. It's so important. If, because you said, right, like, where to stop the suffering? Because when you notice mm. suffering, you kind of have to take that action to alleviate yourself by whatever means that is useful and authentic to you. Yeah. Definitely. Always meeting it with love and compassion. Yeah. I feel like I'm meeting and talking to my soul sister. You're so far away, Krista. <gasps> oh my god. But we're not. We're so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, how we're talking now. Okay. Back to yeah. the topic. Now I am off topic. <laughs> okay. In the terms of okay, healing through expression. What other ways can we express ourselves? Do you have practical tips or experiences or ways to express? Yes, I do. There are so many ways. Expressing through arts, whether it's like writing, singing, photographing, anything like creative outlet, I think is amazing for expression for healing, for all of that, because creativity is life generating, like it's, it's renewing in the process, even if what's being created is super, like dark and murky, and like, oh my god, like, what is that? <laughs> At least it's out. And then after it's out, it transforms. And it can change other ways. I found really beneficial is dance like super transformative is dance movement especially <laughs> especially free form like free form dance being able to kind of tune in and listen to my body and move it in different ways familiar and unfamiliar to a range of different music with different people and different classes in safe environments that are like sober kind of thing you know it really like oh it just makes a huge difference because everything everything it our mind and our body is connected right so it's really releasing and yeah so movement and creative arts i think are like key to that i love that you share that it's like one of my key passions from my childhood is to dance, but then I've lost it. I've kind of get it back. <laughs> Whatever you lose, you can get back. That is the quote of the episode. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So I used to do a lot of those, you know, like dancing, whatever, and super happy. And now I try to do it, like incorporating in my yoga. Like just if the song's really good in my ears, and then I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move and not be in the sequence and it does be like extreme release because you're in tune with your body and your body wants to move and mm. there is no judgment of other people so that safe space and the sober aspect is definitely definitely something i believe in like ecstatic dancing that's like amazing for my experience. yeah 
Yeah. Oh, you've done it before? I've done it in Bali a few times. Oh, me too. Did you do it in Yoga Barn? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I did. It was so fun. It was really fun. I liked it a lot. Yeah, definitely. It's just like everyone can do anything and you're not judging anyone and no one is judging you. And that's the yeah. best. And everyone's respectful of each other's spaces. No one's trying to like grind up on you or something. You're just like everyone's in their own bubble, just enjoying, exploring. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That's so, so important. So in that way, movement of our body is healing and it's also expressing and I guess in a way that people can also just experiment with with what works for them and what doesn't work so there's no like inner conflict and like when as you said when you know you kind of know right Mm, yeah that's amazing and um, through writing I wonder what are your thoughts with on journaling on how Mm. journaling can help us because I said that a bit I love journaling. Um, it's very meditative, yeah. I find that it's like a really nice way to realign with myself if I feel out of alignment. Um, because it's new time. So tips on journaling? Yes, please. Um, okay. Connected to healing would be to put a date on every journal entry because that way you can track the positive changes in your mental state go back you know just just see the changes that's important um also having journaling prompts is really helpful and it makes things more fun especially if what you're working through is very heavy then like prompts are kind of like you know prompts or intentions because sometimes prompts are from other people but you can always like make your own intention and the intention acts as the arrow pointing you in this exact direction where you want to kind of open this door inside of your mind and your heart and then see what flows out of it. Um, Another tip is to drop self-judgment, cultivating that mindfulness and awareness to just drop it anytime it comes up just drop it because nothing is wrong like your journal is a blank paper that loves you unconditionally no matter what you say what you think or like how your handwriting looks it's journaling isn't another human brain that gets positively or negatively affected by your words or your actions it's just like just let all colors of yourself come out and be expressed because you can always throw it away later <laughs> and if it's sustained sustainably eco-friendly made you can throw it in the ocean or the woods you know <laughs> that's a good reminder definitely can you give us a few prompts i would love to uh have some prompts for my journaling later Ooh, okay i need to think about it first yeah um and then i will send you some but from the top of my head Maybe, like, what is no longer serving me good? Like, what is not, what is no longer serving me well? Like, what do I want to release that isn't for my happiness and well being? Because something will definitely come up, if not many things. Yeah. So maybe that one. I love that. For you, of course, are just listening to our conversation. I just made like a huge face and my arms are in the air because I just totally resonated <laughs> with what Carissa said. 
<laughs> that is a beautiful prompt. Yes, because I, I believe like the questions are always good, um, and it's always important, and the answers can change, and that's why it's it's fine to you know see it as something impermanent. Like right now, it's something that you need to get out of, but that's not completely who you are, or even like your thoughts are not who you are. So basically, that's mm. completely. Um, find to write all the murky, dark stuff, the shadows and whatnot, you know, because it can be bubbly and full of light. On shadows, I'm like finding more and more how important it is to meet those shadow aspects of ourselves with love. Like, not in a love that's like, oh, it's fine. I'm going to keep doing this. No, it's like, no, like look at it and then meet it with, you know, love. And then the the shadow is able to be transmuted into light slowly or fast. Who knows? It depends on the person and like the shadow aspect. But that like shadow work is really interesting. It's super, super interesting. And it's amazing what happens when it like leaves. It's like, you know, you feel lighter. It's like, wow, that was in me. Now it's not. (laughs) Like because it doesn't feel good. Now I can claw out, you know. Yeah. Can you um, explain for our listeners what shadow and shadow work is, just for a brief context? Oh, I'm still learning myself. So we're made of light and dark, yin and yang. There's there's that balance. Um, but there's like little fragments in that. Like there's fragments of light and there's fragments of dark. And you can feel the difference because the light will feel like love. It will feel warm and positive and just feel really good and then the dark will be the opposite and it's like this dance and through time and like awareness and effort um in noticing these different aspects of ourselves and working through it um in different ways able to transmute it's like personal alchemy you know to become a better human being to become a better version of yourself one just to live a happier lighter quality of life and i think it's really important and i think it's something that should be normalized more because i feel like i mean i used to be like this where i was so scared of like the dark sides of things and then and then I think a lot of people are. And it's only just because they don't understand, like, like the dark side is okay. Like, it's it's fine. <laughs> and it's not going to stay that. And there's a reason why it's there in the first place. Um, yeah. So personal alchemy is just personal growth. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Thank you for sharing. I know that's out of the topic, but I've just recently got into uh, reading more about it myself. And uh I'm definitely new in the process, and as this was in the topic, I uh, I felt like it was really good to also explain and talk about it a bit more. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Marissa, do you have any practical tips you want to remind our listeners the way that they can either improve their quality of life or heal through expression? Everything is connected. Like, every... Everything, <laughs> everything is connected. The The way we think is influenced by what we eat. The way we feel is influenced by a past memory that maybe hasn't been released from when we're small. Like, 
holistic health is mind, body, you know, everything that it's it's together and it's important to just always remember that interconnection, not only in those in in us, but us with nature. Like we are that microcosm of the macrocosm. We're always connected to nature and I think cultivating a positive and loving relationship with nature directly like it makes a very big difference to the relationship with ourselves with other people to the great spirit that sustains everything like it's just yeah just connection thank you for sharing that beautiful message Chris I really it's a great reminder for me and I'm so grateful to have you in this podcast to talk. I'm so grateful you you I'm here. <laughs> you wanted me to be here. Well, of course, I'm so so happy to talk to you, and uh, I would love to talk to you more. But due to time, I would uh, continue to now ask you more like doing a quick fire round of saying words that you have written on your writing Instagram at. CP free rights. Oh my god, my writing Instagram, it's like another life. <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. Sorry, these are uh I thought were, were nice words. I had five. Like I will say five, but I have like ten. So <laughs> we'll, we'll stick with five because all of them were so beautiful. Okay. Anyway. Are you ready? Uh right. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait. Do do I do anything? What do I do? So I say a word, and uh-huh. you can say a word or a sentence back. Like the first thing okay. that's on the top of your mind. Oh, okay, okay. I like this game. Okay, awesome. Okay. Perfect. First word, traveling. Life. Second word, warm. Mm, love. Third word, moment. Now. Fourth word, creative. Important. <laughs> What? Can I choose a different word? Yeah, you can choose a different word. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, that's fine. <laughs> and fifth word, um, grow. The first thing I thought of was plant. That's perfectly fine. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know what's interesting is the words that you said, I think, um, about love and important are actually in the in the list of words that I had here. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. That's so interesting. Sama, sama. Yeah, terima kasih. Now, give him, do you have any question to ask me? Yes, I do. I wrote it. Let me scroll down. Is this how I make me feel nervous? Now I'm nervous. <laughs> People don't ask me things on my podcast. Really? I'm just starting okay. this. It's a completely new question. All right. This is my question. Actually, I have a few questions but i'll just ask one why wellness together with science because i remember when you're sharing about your book and also like from your instagram and from knowing you it's you put wellness and like the brain together why why those two together that's a beautiful question so i feel like i had a skeptic mind and that was the initial reason why I felt like I needed to find answers that are proven to kind of validate what I'm experiencing. Because I went through like a healing process that I don't understand in my body. But then I realized 
that science can't answer everything yet because science is completely new and the wellness and the Eastern practices have been there for thousands of years. So mm. it's kind of a bridging between two worlds and results that are converging. Like there are more and more results from the scientific research and point of view that confirms what, you know, the Japanese, the Indian and the Chinese medicines have been saying about our body. And like, for mm. example, Ayurveda, like that is something that has completely blown my mind. But I have a part of me that is so curious to see, is this something that is, you know, only for ourselves or it can be something that is like a truth that happens to everyone because that's what science is trying to say, right? Like if it's Mm. like something that's really real. So yeah, I have a natural curiosity and that curiosity is using science to prove wellness. So science is more of a tool for wellness, I think, in a way to amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I don't science know. is amazing. Don't answer like that. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. I appreciate the question. And it's amazing, like, just there's going to be more and more science out there that can show this, can show what, you know, what, just what, what you were saying. Yeah. Thank you. An exciting future in health and wellness. <laughs> In terms of science, for sure. Thank you. Carissa, that's amazing. Thank you for the question. Do you have any last words for our listeners and maybe where people can follow your work, your books, your creative outlets? If you want to share anything, please feel free. Well, actually, I'm offline with like any creative work right now. But if anybody wants to like reach me for anything, to say hi, or maybe want to create something together i'm open it's my email youngcpcwrites at gmail.com last words the top of my head it's about life and it's just like life is what we create every day every day is new and how do you just what do you want to do how do you want to create that day thank you thank you for sharing yes as it is still half of the day here in jakarta (laughs) at recording what do I want to do with my day? <laughs> I'm for now. Never get back. That's something you lose and get back. This is the one thing. Ado, <laughs> thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this was so fun. I'm really happy. I'm really happy to be talking to you. And hopefully that our conversation is also useful for the listeners with whatever they are currently experiencing, need to heal, mm-hmm. need to Best, need to be kinder to themselves and i hope that uh, anyone can you know share the love to other people as well yeah share the love perfect okay thank you so much for listening namaste namaste namaskar da. <laughs>